Hello, and welcome to your Ultimate You, the podcast. And I am your host, Jessica Barrett. In today's episode, I have a lovely lady with me sharing her story to demonstrate the realities of what we as women face. We are all unique and spend far too much time worrying about everyone else that we often forget checking with ourselves. I truly believe I will be able to empower all of you beautiful women who are listening simply by inspiring and educating you through the power of real women sharing their stories, vulnerabilities, passions and drives. Without further ado, hello, Christy. Hey, welcome. Uh, thanks for joining us. I'm really excited to be here and I can't wait to share some sweet insights with you all today. Excellent. It's so great to be here with you today, Christy. Now, this incredible woman is an inspiration in her own self and in her own right. She is a podcast host and author and is creating a life she's working very hard for. A true inspiration, if you ask me. Welcome, Crispy. I'm so grateful to be here with you today to chat to you about you. So, my lovely, let's give the listeners a picture of who you are. Would you please tell us more about your background? Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of little pieces of my story, but I'll share a couple of really big highlights in my life that really brought me to the point where I am today. And one of the most significant things that I have been through was my marriage and divorce. And subsequently, actually, I want this to be a bit of a happy ending, finding the most incredible relationship that I am currently in. But it wasn't always that way. And not too long ago, I found myself really feeling stuck and helpless in my marriage. I was unhappy and I was really caught in a, a blame game and pointing a lot of fingers, a lot of complaining, and a lot of really just outsourcing my own happiness. And I really discovered that the common denominator in all of my problems in this sort of like, oh my gosh, moment, you know, channeling Taylor Swift, I'm the problem, it's me. I realized I'm the one at the heart of every last problem. And when I got over what that actually meant, I realized that I'm also the common denominator in all of the solutions. And so I decided to choose myself and I went out there and I made my life what I wanted it to be. So now I'm super grateful for the massive amount of challenges that I went through at that time because they actually gave me all of the wisdom that I am now able to share with other people, to inspire them, to give them hope, to give them practical steps that they can take to go out and create the life that they really truly desire and deserve as well. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that, Christy. Uh, just goes to show you have a great sense of self-awareness and to really lean into that journey of uh, self-discovery to figure out what it is that you needed to do or changes you needed to make or the paradigms you found within yourself to be able to shift and transition from the area you felt stuck in. And I'm no doubt there will be plenty of incredible listeners who are able to relate to that and know that you don't have to stay stuck if you choose not to. If you choose not to, that's the key there. Christy, what is it that you faced or caused you to struggle in life up until the point that you made the conscious decision to make the change or changes? Honestly, when I was stuck, I, you know, I was really dealing with a lot of overwhelm and anxiety and it kept me trapped in survival mode. And the truth is when I was stuck in that mode, I didn't know that I had a choice. It didn't feel like I had a choice. And so I remained stuck there you know, the, the complaining and the blaming was a cry for help, but it wasn't actually productive in any way, shape or form. And so when I, you know, finally came to realize that I was the common denominator, this helped me to recognize that 
I do actually have a choice, even when it didn't look like I actually had a choice. So if you're out there feeling kind of stuck or kind of helpless, is absolutely true. You always do have a choice. Now, what happens though, is if we're in survival mode, everything else that it helps us with our critical thinking typically gets shut down because our, our brain goes into this function of survival only. So it's kind of like power save mode, if you will. And the extraneous things are just not functioning on full cylinders. So instead of recognizing and seeing all of the opportunities and possibilities around us, we are zoned in on merely surviving. Now, most of the time, anxiousness and, you know, the overwhelm is not actually a threat to our survival. However, we've been wired in this way. And so we've got to learn to work with that. And so I use what actually later on I developed into what I call my spiral stopper method, which is what is in my book. I, I recognize looking back that those are the tools that I use to break free from the survival mode and to be able to start consciously seeing the choices in front of me and start actually acting with intention instead of sort of going along with the autopilot survival mode functioning. Yeah, that's profound. Thank you for sharing that. The amount of people, I'm including myself, there'll be phases in our lives that we can relate to that. Actually, in that survival mode, they don't know anything other than, but there's always been a phase where as women, we do go through a stage or a phase of survival mode. Um, in fact, some for some people, that can be years after years before they have what I call a frying to the pan, frying pan to the face moment, where yeah. something kind of just basically makes you wake up and stop. And it's usually something pretty horrific, challenging, hardcore, uh, that makes you go, whoa, you need to go through that before you therefore on reflection realize that that was your frying pan to the face moment. For me, yeah. it was the anxiety of um, experiencing a lot of trauma from my births and then being physically stopped with anxiety that I've never had before. I had an anxiety attack. That was my frying pan to the face moment. And that made me seek the journey that I needed to go on. So that's what I mean, listeners. It's about going through the modes you need to go through survival mode that's part of your journey um but then it's there will be a point where you need to look within you or enough is enough or you're so unhappy ask yourself the question what is it that i need to change what can i do who can i talk to asking those questions are the beginning the stepping stones of starting that journey thank you Christine. yeah and it's it's so important really to recognize that no matter how hard you effort and try, you are not going to change someone else. So that is all a futile Thanks. effort to try and do that. The complaining, the blaming actually keeps you stuck in those same patterns. And I, I say this two hands up, I'm guilty of doing this. So this Ooh. is coming from firsthand experience. And the truth is the only person you can change is yourself. And so if you're focused anywhere else, you're, you're just going to remain stuck. And yeah. so we want to break out of this survival mode by taking what I call radical responsibility for ourselves. Now, this does not mean slipping all the way to the other side and taking radical responsibility for anybody else. But this is a process of self-discovery, learning who you are and stepping up and doing the things that you desire to do and be and create is you standing in your power. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Christy. Yeah. What, what led you to the event in your life that you realized you needed to make that change or shift a paradigm that you found within yourself? You know, when I was really stuck, I thought I was staying to protect my kids. I really did. I truly thought it was what was best to keep the family together in order to protect my children. And the frying pan to the face was recognizing that 
in fact, I was not protecting them. I was actually teaching them some pretty unhealthy relationship dynamics by sticking around and by not creating my own happy, which incidentally, Create Your Happy is the name of my podcast. And so it is born of this decision to create the happy life and relationships that you you want to have. And that is ultimately up to no one else but you. So, you know, when I realized I'm not teaching them the life lessons that I truly want to be teaching them, I'm not teaching them how to be themselves. I'm not teaching them how to, you know, make make the life that they desire on purpose. And I was teaching them a lot of things that I was, honestly, when I started to look back, I realized, oh, I'm not really too proud of that. And that's not the direction I want to continue to go. So I really had to choose myself. You know, my kids didn't need a perfect mom. They didn't need uh, someone who was managing it and holding it together. They needed someone who was going to go first, lead the way and give them permission to be themselves too. Absolutely. And you are their guiding light. You are you are their inspiration and you are their leader. And the fact that you recognize that is a huge paradigm. Um, and also equally, there's nothing wrong with feeling and thinking when you're in situations such as I'm going to stay in this partnership yeah. because that's the best for the children. For some situations, there's no right or wrong. It's always very individual. Nope. And we say this in this conversation, listeners, very, very lightly, because your individual circumstances are very different. But nine times out of 10, the children, when you're in those and you're thinking you're doing the very best, as much as that will serve aspects of their bring upbringing, it's not going to be teaching them those valuable life lessons, Christy, that you've highlighted. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. What's your greatest aha moment or inspiration? You know, at the end of the day, I, I speak a lot about relationships because this is an area that's so important to me. And I want to share one thing that I really learned from going from this unhappy relationship to one that is absolutely incredible. And this is this idea that we don't need someone to complete us. And the entire idea, in fact, that we are looking for someone to complete us or fix us or make us whole or fill the void or any of this is actually based on a premise that we're not already whole. And that is simply not the truth. You are already whole. You are not broken. You're human. And so you don't need fixing. You need love and acceptance. Yes. And so instead of seeking someone to, you know, complete you, I always encourage people to find that person who can completely accept you. And the first person that's got to completely accept you is going to be you. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. You, you've you got to love you first because how can you expect anyone to love you if you can't love yourself? I love that phrase. It's so and, empowering. You know, other people can love yeah, you. Of course they can. But you won't be able to receive it to the fullest depth available yes. if you don't love yourself because you'll always be keeping them, you know, at a bit of an arm's length. Yeah. And you won't find true happiness in someone else. You won't be, as nope. you said, completed by somebody else. You have to find your own happiness and you are, as you've said, our whole. Having that other person only is a beautiful amendment to your happiness or yeah. an ad, an ad, and an additional. It's, it's adding to that beautiful, glorious mess that we are as humans. Thank you. It's what a you compliment to yes. instead, right? A compliment yes, to your it. happiness. It's a compliment yeah. to you, your happiness, your wholesome, who you are, your identity. It's a compliment. Yeah. Absolutely. As long as you're attracting the right type of person in your life. And that in itself is a whole other debate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we don't have time for that one. No. But <laughs> Absolutely. 
What have you created for yourself, Christy? Well, you know, I firmly believe that we are the ones in charge of creating our own happiness. And this is because, you know, in a world where we are taught to chase happiness in external things, people, places, experiences, we will very quickly recognize and realize, I hope, that all of that ends up being temporary. So if you desire to really truly have a life that lights you on fire, you have to learn how to cultivate and create your own happiness. This is an inside job. It is a state of mind. It is not a fleeting feeling. And so I know that there can be confusion about what happiness is. And a Mm. lot of people do view it as something to be chased, something to be earned, something to, uh, to find out there. But the truth is, if you really want to experience a life full of happiness, the power lies in your hands because you have the ability in any given moment to create that happiness from within yourself. Mm -hmm. And a beautiful thing happens when you start to create it within yourself, you start to attract and experience happy things all around you. You will attract the right people. You will attract experiences that light you all the way up. You will attract, uh, you know, work or careers or things that you love to do and you will become that happy person. And the truth is you're already her, right? There's there's actually nothing that you need to do to become her. What you actually typically need to do is strip away the things that are not that in order to rediscover within yourself that happiness is actually your 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 natural state, your base yes. intended state of being. And yes. all of the rest is just fluff that's been piled on top. Yes, it is. It's baggage, a societal baggage, expectations baggage. It's stuff that we feel that we need to validate ourselves as women because we constantly need to do that and be busy and making ourselves busy because that's what we do. Actually strip it all back. It's re re as you say re um rediscovering your your values your identity um yeah. sitting down with yourself and finding it what makes you happy write down five things that make you happy you can start the journey of happiness with gratitude writing three things that you are yeah. grateful for every day 90 days later scientifically proven you will be 10 percent happier that is a great start and that is where i started my journey gosh years yeah. ago but i still do it i journal every day yeah. yeah, it's a constant. And you know, flow. it's important not to bypass our our negative emotions either, because cool. the more we resist them, the more they get stuck. Yes. And so it's important to also note here that we're not going to feel happy all of the time. However, we can choose to be happy yes. at any point in time. Yes, absolutely. Do not mask, do not hide, don't shunt away your more negative or the the really big, um, not so nice, big feelings as I speak to my children about. It's really important to accept, acknowledge them and go through the process of what they mean to you at that time, but don't get stuck and don't dwell there too long. That's the key. Right. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. It's it part of accepting your whole humanity yeah. and we're complex. We, we, in fact, are so complex that we can feel a multitude of emotions even at the same time. And so allowing and creating space for all of it allows us a much greater depth of human experience. And I truly believe that that's what we're here for, is to have an incredible human experience. And if you have big dreams or desires, they're meant for you. So, you know, in order to go after them, you just have to choose to to do that. You really do. I really do. Thank you, Christy. What is incredible here is Christy's true stories of her origins, her struggles, because let's face it, we all have them. 
And most importantly, how Christy took her power back when she rediscovered herself in terms of self-worth, happiness and personal awareness to make the decision she needed in her life. And lastly, Christy, where do you see your journey taking you? Oh, gosh. Well, I have a lot of years left, I think. I am fully intending to make it to 100 or beyond and really choosing to really celebrate every moment of my life experience. Uh, I do believe life is one grand adventure, and I am here for all of the unexpected twists and turns and opportunities and who knows where where life will lead but i have an incredible partner who i'm very excited to travel the world with and create a whole bunch more incredible resources honestly to help women i think it is the biggest blessing for me having gone through what i have being able to now reflect back and share the wisdom that i have learned the hard way so that perhaps other people can take a, a slightly easier and softer route to get to the same end destination. Absolutely. Thank you. I would like to leave the listeners with one final thought. Christy, I'm going to ask you three quick questions. The first, okay. what does empowering women mean to you? Oh gosh. I really think that empowering women is all about helping them to discover their own truths within because so much of our existence is based on the beliefs and the societal expectations and the pleasing other people and the showing up and being the good girl. And we can get really confused about what is true for us. And so truly it's a journey of self-discovery to discover your truth within you and learning to trust that inner wisdom so that you can in fact create a life that is perfectly designed for you. I love that. Thank you. What three words would you describe yourself as? Oh, goodness. Um, happy, peaceful, and fun. Love that. And what makes Christy happy? Oh, gosh. Nature is one of the things that I am most excited about in this world, exploring the world, traveling, seeing new places, and just having new and interesting experiences. I am all for that. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you, Christy, for your time today. You have been brilliant. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for creating this platform. I truly believe that by sharing our stories, our unique, you know, stories, because we're, we are unique and yet we also share a lot of similarities with people around us. And I do believe that by sharing these pieces of our stories, we give other people permission to accept those parts of themselves too going forward and being authentically themselves. And I think that's how we're going to make the world a better place. I 100% agree. Thank you for pointing that and sharing your, your views. Thank you. And of course, thank you to all of my sensational listeners. I look forward to having another incredible woman sharing her story with you in the next episode. Thanks again, Christy. Bye. Bye.